Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was Rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I am Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! Alright, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall. There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, so, um, what, what happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm going to start this again, and you're going to edit this out. And we are back. This is This Is Red Podcast, podcast where two guys watch movies. We officially can no longer say just 1980 to 1990 today. That is correct. Uh, but we are two guys that watch movies from our past. We try and relive them and see if they're still as rad as they were when we were kids. I am Paul. I am Greg. And this week, uh, we we step out of the only zone we've known for three years now, which is 1980 to 1990, and we are doing the sequel to a fan favorite. We had a guest on, uh, one of my personal favorite movies that we did, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We are now going on a bogus journey. That's right. Originally called... Bill and Ted go to hell. And the studio said, <laughs> no, that's not going to be the name of your movie. And they said, okay, fine. I, I think I would have bought it. <laughs> I would have loved Bill and Ted go to hell. That's a way I mean, better title. But I mean, hey, all right, it's fine. I get it. I get it. If this title, Bogus Journey, does fit more into their world, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that would have been a little harsh after the, the hijinks of the first film. Um, so, Greg... This movie comes to us from 1991. Uh, we uh, we just watched this film, and what what do you remember about this bogus movie? I much like the first film, saw this in the theater, and absolutely loved it. I I remember all the I guess the big plot beats, but the the, the big ones are playing death in multiple different games to get yes. out of hell. I remember Station. I remember resorting, res, uh, reciting every rose has its thorn <laughs> yes. uh, to, to to get into heaven. I um, I remember <laughs> yes. Primus being on stage at yes. the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Um, and one thing I will always remember about this, um, I went through a phase where like I just loved super technical guitar rock and roll, like like Joe Satriani, Steve Vai kind of Ingve Malmsteen level like, uh, yes you listen to technical you listen no, to ahead. rock stations in the late 90s so I, I I'm familiar <laughs> so um <laughs> I I remember reading an article about Steve Vai who did a ton of the music for this not the soundtrack but the actual like score okay a lot of Steve Vai worked on it and I he told some story about like a week before this was going to be in theaters they were like uh you got to redo the whole thing and he was like what oh oh thanks and it, yeah so I always remember that too, but, um, I remember, yeah, I remember, I think, I think most of this movie, I remember, uh, the whole battle of the bands thing at the end. I, I, I loved this flick. What about you, Paul? You know, this is a movie I, I didn't see it in the theater, but this is a movie that I know we rented multiple times from, from the video store. I, I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't remember as much about this movie as I thought I would. What I remember about the movie, uh, specifically, yes, the the death playing games thing was. I always remember that being very funny. The um, uh, the Bill and Ted robots, the the actual robots that Station builds, always right. being rad and cool looking. Um, and I do remember evil Bill and Ted and good Bill and Ted and how they continually refer to themselves as 
Evil Bill and Evil Ted. Uh, I always remember that would be very, very funny as a kid. And um, and uh, the Battle of the Bands uh, at the very end there with their girlfriends are up in the rafters and, you know, right. they have to. Uh, and when they walk back and they've got the uh, the infants on their backs, I always remember that was pretty funny. Uh, they had little kids there after their hiatus. So, um, but other than that, um, I don't. I really don't remember Station building the robots, which is funny because the robots I always remember very funny, very cool looking. Yeah, I don't remember these two little creatures with giant asses um, anywhere, and uh, <laughs> and that's about it. So, um, wow. That might be the quickest we've ever gotten into a. I yeah, I think so. We're I, uh, let's 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 keep it going. Is there anything left to say that you want to go over? I have a lot um, to say about this film, both I, positive I and negative. Say, yeah, I will say yeah. I have a lot. This might be a longer episode because I really do have some good notes and a I, lot of questions. Uh, I guess I will say I kind of forgot, or or possibly I was too young to get all the asides that Death has in this movie. Uh, Death has a lot of like jokes that are going on kind of in the background that he's and like little one liners that he says. Yes. I had forgotten all of like seriously there. Those were those. That's something I totally forgot. There there is one. I was I was laughing hysterically over um, when he just we'll get to it when we get to it. But there was. Yes, he does have a like um, I'll say it right off the bat. and, And we have a good 30 minutes before we get to death. But. He steals this entire movie. Agreed 100%. Uh, and I heard he's going to be featured in Bill and Ted 3, which is currently being made. Their death uh, is going to be in the movie. Are they going to be making it because I heard it was canceled again? Last I heard it was still going. Because Keanu and... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. You have to cut that noise out. Holy <laughs> Keanu Trying to stay and, hydrated over here in California. It's not, not as easy as it sounds. What was that? Well, you know, we got the snow to contend with, so just man up over there. I can't remember Snow, Paul. It's gone from my memory. <laughs> no, uh, who uh, who plays uh, Preston, uh, Bill? Alex Winter. Alex Winter. So I know Alex and Keanu are totally on board to do it, and I know that there was some a lot of talks about it, but I thought that the, it was going to go into uh, writing and then it, it got stopped again. So if it's still in production, I, I kind of can't wait. Last The last I, I heard, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, at the web here, uh, is about in time with me in November. November of 2018 was uh, in, in... Okay, let me back up a little bit here. In July, there were rumors that Bill and Ted were going to be... Bill and Ted 3 was going to be canceled. Yes. Okay. However, November of 2018, uh, they it sounds like they were back on track. So Nice. And Keanu, I, I did see an interview with him in the summer who said he was very excited to do it. You you know, it's one of the things I love is that they love these characters. Like Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves love Bill and Ted. And and they're both like, we would, we would have done this movie 15 years ago. Like we we would have, in a heartbeat. And they're like, it's always been, uh, they wanted to make sure they had the right script and they wanted to make sure that they were going to be able to make the movie that they wanted to make. That was the only thing stopping them was basically like getting the right financing that isn't going to basically be like, you know what kids love today? Uh, Spotify. Let's make this movie about Spotify. <laughs> and uh, what's, what's the number one movie on the, what's the number one record right now? It's a, it's a, it's a hip hop album. Uh, let's make it about a hip hop Bill and Ted. Like, like that's, you know, they're, they're like, no, 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 no. It's going to be Bill and Ted and they're going to be metal heads. And that's the movie. And, and it sounds like they finally got all the pieces they needed together. I, I agree. I I would love to see Bill and Ted three. Um and and um I'm so I'm a huge like a ridiculous fan of John Wick. It is easily hands down my one of my top five movies in the last decade of all movies that have come out. Top five. And by the way, when I say top five, it's because I can't decide if it's three or four. So I I give a little leeway. But man. It's so good, and he just, it's a, when you think of Keanu Reeves, he just, he loves playing a character, and if he loves the role, he's happy to do it for the rest of his life, and when you, when they started talking about Bill and Ted 3, I'm like, there's no way he's gonna want to do that. Alex Winter, he can't wait to do another job, but Alex Winter, I get, he really needs a job. Keanu doesn't, and he's like, no, I I literally, I, I would do this movie tomorrow. I would drop John Wick 3 if I could do this movie. And it's like I wow. love 
I love the John Wick movies. Uh, the first one specifically, it is a great, just like fun action movie. I love a movie that you can explain in a sentence and it's just right? some guys killed John Wick's dog and they, they shouldn't have killed his dog. That's the movie. That's the whole movie. It's great. Alex Winter actually um, makes really great documentaries. Oh, does uh, he? He he still works. Yeah. If um, I know he's he, working uh, as a director, but I didn't know yeah. how much or what he does. He he made a really good one about the dark web that I uh, the name is escaping me at the moment. Uh, it may actually be called the dark web. So yeah, no, he's he he's working, but he is all set to come back. Yeah, um, I I can't wait. Um, I cannot wait. We'll for get Bill to the end of this one and see if it's still a rad for us. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I would still love to see Bill and Ted three just to see what they oh, 100%, come up with. Hundred percent. Twenty years later. So. Let's go ahead and we will start out with Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And the year is 2691 when this movie... I'm glad you wrote that. I did. Because I'm like... Because you know what it is? Like, Back to the Future is like 2015 and like, well, that's come and gone, so... Yep. Because we've talked about that several times. Movies that go into the future, it's always like, their future was 30 years and and it's like... (laughs) In 1984, we'll never see 2015. That's that's forever from now. And then it comes around, you're like, yeah. uh, they stopped Jaws after five. I don't know. I'm waiting on 32 here. Right. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. Directed by, of course, by uh, Steven Spielberg's son. Uh, but that didn't that's come. right. Ooh, because Steven, no, it did not. Because Steven Spielberg is still making movies. It's That's how useless that is little bit of right <laughs> right yes actually i suppose that's exactly what they thought um so this movie starts out and uh it's all these people coming in uh to what it looks like some kind of university or something like that um and, and oh man these costumes oh oh 80s version of the future it's like I they, it's 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 like they said costumes. hey you know you know what people are gonna love, love they're gonna just keep the same color schemes that are popular in the 80s <laughs> yes. with sort yes. of like the fluorescent like pinks oranges greens and yellows but they'll be crazy and it's like <laughs> yeah you well, are so off guys. well greg i i would love to wear a pair of size 32 shoes um yeah wouldn't wouldn't we all all of them uh, Every one of them wear wear these giant shoes. Just giant, enormous, puffy. The seats in like like a subway must be twice as wide as normal (laughs) just to accommodate these clothes. Well, so insane. I think what happened is the costume designers had like a stack of foam and they were like, man, what are we going to do with all of this foam? And they were like, make costumes out of it. No, but that's mostly just pleather and plastic on their torsos. (laughs) No. No, shoes, baby. Shoes. That's where, yeah, that's what we're focusing on. Because <laughs> it's just uh, it's just foam everywhere. Uh, we do see Rufus is back very briefly. And you know what's actually? I'll say this: I was shocked because I don't remember him in this movie whatsoever. Well, and, I mean, there's um, kind of good well, reason. There's for a that. good point for that, <laughs> right? Uh, we see Rufus for a very brief moment. He's 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 teaching the class. Um, we see the telephone booth come out of the floor. And he and oh, do we have a cavalcade of people come out? Well, for... yes, of course. I didn't write down who comes out. By the way, I just I know it's a bunch. It, we have we have uh, Alexander Graham Bell comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johann Sebastian Bach comes out. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite, uh, Jim Faith No More's Jim yes. Martin. Yes, I remember uh, that. They they say he is Sir Jim Martin, which I like <laughs> even better. Um, and he yells out the first word we're going to hear a lot, station. He just screams it as he comes out. He yells, station. Does he? Yes, and they all reply with, station, which confuses the hell out of me. Because he's not in that scene. No, he has no connection. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. I didn't even catch that he said that, Greg. <laughs> He said it, and I had a moment where, like, my understanding of this movie crumbled kind of in real time. And I'm like, but wait, but Station is, and he's not connected. And, like, it's like, uh, <laughs> like all the, if you, if you can picture, like, my head, there's, like, a map. And yeah. There's, like, red strings all over the place with yeah. pushpins. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. all fell out of the map immediately. <laughs> and I just have no clue what's happening. It makes zero sense. 
Okay. But the writers also did that classic move they would do on uh, Star Trek, on original Trek, where when they had to talk about something, they'd mention two real people and then a fake person that existed in the future, but was history to them. Yes. And yeah. and so they're like, they're like, oh, Alexander Graham Bell, Johan Sebastian Beck, Jim Martin, and some woman that we don't know. And, and it's never important again. Yes. And, and, and then never, we never, we never see yeah, again. But it. I love, that's, a, that's a winning formula for futuristic movies. So people that are writers that listen, uh, just do that every time. Real people we know, and then a fake person we don't know. It's, it's perfect. And it's so weird because I kind of expected her to be further into the movie at some point. And yeah. She, nothing. Nope. nope. She never comes back. Um. So, yeah. So, Rufus comes out. He introduces um, all these people again. And we think. And, and to be fair, and this movie takes a little bit of time for me to kind of get over this hump. I keep thinking it's this is a perennial 1980s, 90s sequel. It's just the same. The first movie with different people. And we think it's special and unique. It, it does do a hard left at one point, which you know, good or bad. But but instead, we have this thing, and then all of a sudden, these bad guys rush into the room, and they're they they don't want the Bill and Ted future. We've kind of seen them go back and forth a couple times, and this is this big bald guy. Is it onerous? Honest? It's the it's it's the bad guy from Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah, I know who he. I know who the actor is. I was thinking of the character. Oh, what his name is? Yeah. Oh, I have no freaking idea. He's barely in this movie. Yeah. So he comes out, and he's going to. Uh, no. Yeah, that's where we're at, right? Denomalous. There we go. Denomalous. And he shows up with evil Bill and Ted, and I like- evil evil robot Bill and Ted. And you know what? I kind of like a lot of the special effects that go into these two. They're not that... There's only a couple that are really bad. The rest are okay. The practical effects with the robots, all, both sets of robots, are amazing. The special effects, the green screening and stuff, or the blue oh, screen back yeah, then... Oh, yeah, 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 of course. It that, is that, that, horrible. That is garbage. I mean, just... it's. I mean, it's just horrendous every time it happens on screen, but... He shows up and he says, oh, this is my plan. I'm going to send back evil Bill and Ted. They'll never perform at the Battle of the Bands and, and they won't become the, the heroes of the future. Okay, well, th- that makes sense. And then they go back and now we cut to real Bill and Ted who are at a birthday party. Is it a birthday party? It's, yeah, it's for the, it's for the princesses. It's like happy 251st birthday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we I see- guess they were born on the same day. Are they supposed That's, to be related? No, I don't they're not. Um, I, but I, I guess remember... I guess much like much like when you adopt a child from overseas, you just pick a day and it's fine. It doesn't actually matter. <laughs> well, that whatever hit, day oh, that that hits a little close to home because uh, my my wife, who is not a, a natural American citizen, came here and uh, her birthday is in it's in February and and it's only that day because that was. They said, well, what season would it have been where she was born? And they said, well, well, summer. And since it was winter here, that was the day that was picked. Yeah, my, my brother is adopted, and they give the kids the same birthday as Christmas, so they don't have to give them multiple presents in the orphanage. Well, that was just, that's just sad. That's just sad. Isn't that's it? terrible. That's a sad, that's a sad fact, and you all know that. <laughs> Wait now. a second. Does that mean every time I meet somebody who has a birthday on Christmas, I have to ask them if they're adopted? Are you adopted? That'd be an amazing question to ask people. Um, <laughs> so we, we, of course, changed his birthday. Uh, when, just when just somebody States. who doesn't know, right. who just doesn't look like their dad quite right, and they're like, wait a second, my dad is Hungarian, and I, I have English blood. I, I don't know. And you just shatter their whole world with one. Yeah. No, 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 buddy, buddy. I was, I was just. It was, it was a joke. They I'm go down. They go down sorry. a twenty-three and me rabbit hole. They wind <laughs> up getting arrested by the police because the police are looking at the DNA from twenty-three and me. It's a whole nightmare. It's just a real. I'm very sorry. Thing. I do, I do love uh, the multiple um, cartoon theories that there are uh, many children in cartoons are not the children of the dads that they see. Like if you look at Ralph Wiggum's haircut, 
Yeah. It's the same haircut as Lenny. <laughs> I saw that one. Uh, no, 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 no. Not Lenny. Not Lenny. I'm, no, no, I'm, no. The, uh, the, yeah, the, the bald guy. guy. Yeah, the taller the two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I know. Yeah, the two, the two cops. Carl yeah. and Lenny are, are Homer's yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Um, um, and I, the, the other one is uh, Bobby Hill isn't Hank Hill's kid because he suspiciously looks a lot like Mr. Dotry. <laughs> Wait a second. That show already has a kid who has a father who's not his dad. I know. I know. Many- they're like, maybe maybe on the DL we'll do another one. <laughs> that's that's not right. That is mean- so terrible. Wait, However, sorry, I what? have heard. Have you heard the theory that Dale knew the whole time? No. So there's a theory out there. We can cut this out if it goes poorly, but here's the I, theory. I think we should. I, I think we need to do this was King of the Hill and so, just talk about how great that show is because I've been watching it like the past couple of weeks. I've just been watching episodes. It's great. So there's a theory out there. I think I, I want to say it was Reddit. Somebody posted a theory, and I'll give you the too long didn't read. But it, the basic premise is Dale knew as soon as the baby was born, it wasn't his, and he knows it's John Redcorn's because he always kind of suspected. But his wife loves him. He loves his wife. And he always wanted a son. So he showers his son with absolute love and affection. And he always goes to John Redcorn for fatherly advice, knowing secretly John Redcorn will never get to experience the love and joy of his own son and keeps him around for the sole purpose of showing him that when he graduates, grows up, gets married and has kids, Dale will be at the wedding and John Redcorn won't. That's amazing. Now, I love that. I love that. Dale is too dumb. To possibly pull yes. that off, but I yeah, read because, that and because, I was like, "Shit, that's good." <laughs> that that's 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 great, but no, it's it, it's the classic. Here's a man who is so questioning of everything the 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 internet, the government, yeah. everything, and yet he doesn't question the one Obvious thing that's thing. clearly right. going on in his house. He has yeah, like that's, absolutely that's, that's, that's what it is. But, but I read that theory. I was like, "That's good. I like that. I one. love that. That's that's great." But uh, no. So anyway, um, let's get back to this movie. So we see Bill and Ted. They're having the birthday party for the girls. Um, and they pull them off to the side where they uh, they equally um, on opposite sides of like a patio um, propose to each of them to which, Greg, I had a question. Okay. At what point do Bill and Ted stop becoming a single entity? Because... Ooh. I get they're close, and I get in the movie sense, it's a joke. Haha, they're in the same area. But I did start to question, like, how does that honeymoon work? Do they just get one room, and or, or do they at some point actually separate into two people? I feel like they get they get two rooms, but they're right next to each other, and then they wind up getting two houses that are right next to each other. <laughs> okay. It, like it's 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 just one of those things where it's like you know they never they never take a job that would like move them away from each other they never do anything that would break up the two of them it's just you know what I mean like 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 say like uh say uh they don't become the greatest band in the world and change everything and they just become like regular working stiffs like say Alex Winter like uh meets somebody. Well, Bill, specific, I guess not Alex Winter. Bill, say Bill meets somebody and they're like, hey, man, I can get you a job working overnight and I can like triple your pay. You know, it's like it's 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 crappy work, but I can, you know, you can make like 50, 60 bucks an hour, you know. And he's just like, no, man, I can't do it. I'd never see I'd never see Ted again. And that's and so he doesn't take that job. And, you know, and like and Ted, like he he does like an OK job at like a crappy office. And they're like, you know what, Ted, uh, we think you're good for management training. We want to send you to Scranton. And and we're gonna and he's just like no I can't I I'd, I'd, I'd never see Bill and like that's like their whole life is just no they have to stay together. I, I I'm on board with that because that's exactly what I think too. Because when they're in the same room and they do the proposal, I, I mean, not only did they write the same proposal, which I I did think was funny, but when I'm, I just started thinking like at some point, I mean, you can't high five every time something happens in your life, right? But I do just I, maybe, picture... Maybe they do, and that's how they keep in shape. That's their cardio. So how do they time the conception of their children? I assume they time it to a late 80s, early 90s classic uh, metal song of some kind. Okay. That, you know what? I, I, I Would we, uh, we, we would say... Um... Oh, it's easy. It's easy, and it's very obvious if you think about it. It's got to be a sick metal band... It's got to be a slow jam. 
it it's what obviously is it? it's obviously orion by metallica oh i was gonna go with it what is it oh by, of course yeah, faith, faith no more faith no more epic yeah yes epic that, that's the one yes that 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 piano the slow yeah yeah, piano uh, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Right. Can we can we drop that in? Yes, just that, of course. Just that piano section right here while we're talking. Yes, of course. That's a that's a that's a damn great song, man. It really is. That I, when I saw Faith No More, uh, the the guitar singer there, I was like, ah, oh, I haven't heard Faith No More in probably a couple years. So I just I just went and listened to them. They they are easily in my top five bands that have ever existed. I I listen to them regularly. They are so good, so good. They, uh, I would agree. I, I definitely love Faith No More. Um, so they go ahead and um, there's some stuff with Missy and switching dads and stuff like that. This, it's a fun, it's a fun gag. Well, I but, like that. That's funny. And and the um the the general comes in again and just that's where I kind of felt I, I didn't mind skipping that because that's where I felt like oh okay we're just we're plotting through the same thing again yeah, and it and it, it kind of really... bored me. I agree. I thought I thought the first thirty minutes. We we can go through this super quick. Hey, please, I know what you're. I know exactly what you're about to say because I am dragging. I, I said the same thing. The first thirty until Bill and Ted die. Yes, this movie is almost like. Why so am I watching great. this? So so we'll do uh, we'll do a, a a quickly get to where something exciting happens. Uh, the robots come back in time. Um, Rufus is not with them. He he attempted to hitch a ride. Yes. Um, and they believe he is lost to the circuits of time, and no one knows where he is. The robots set out to go kill Bill and Ted. They um they simultaneously trick Bill and Ted into going with them while kind of ruining their lives. So they're like uh, making the, the the girls not like Bill and Ted anymore, thinking uh, Bill and Ted have they call up Bill and Ted pretending to be the girls saying that they don't want to see them ever again. Um, and long story short, they they bring them to a, to a cliffside and throw them off and then Bill and Ted die. OK, I'm going to go back for two seconds because we're we going to talk about why they're worried about military school when they're not in school anymore. No, I mean like they're they're living by themselves in an apartment. I know, like school I know. is done. It's what what's happening here? No, no, no. Are we gonna bypass when evil Bill and Ted are leaving the apartment and they picked up the picture of the girls and evil Ted says my one of my favorite lines in the movie. Now I have a full on evil chubby, <laughs> evil evil robot chubby. Yes, and I was like, which which is in? Knows? If you listen to the credit song, it that is in the credit is in the credit, credit song. song. Yes. They loved it so much they put it in the movie yes. again. Um, and yes, they dragged them out to the desert. At one point, they were watching. I did like the continuity here. They were the watching Star Trek. Star Trek. Yes. There's the rock. They take them to the same rock. I kind of actually like that setup. I thought that was very funny. That was a subtle joke. Um, they push them off the cliff, and then they say the F word that you can't say anymore. Nope. And very loudly, by the way. And I was like, yeah, that, that was officially the last time that word was used after 1991. I th- I I, th- I think you're right because the, that that was a joke from the first movie too. It was. It was. Yeah. Yes. So so it was it was kind of a, kind of an interesting callback. So so they're dead. They wake up and there's death played amazingly by William Sadler. He is so so good in this movie. I and it's kind of if you like me, I had no idea William Sadler was deaf. I was familiar with William Sadler later in life because that guy, you talk about a working actor. He's that guy tons is of in stuff. everything. Tons he is, of he stuff. Is, he was in Die Hard too. Yeah. Uh, he just like nonstop. And then to see him in this, maybe I don't know enough of his catalog. It seems out of character. I don't remember William Sadler being in, he was kind of more in like tough guy, serious roles not a comedy role and he kills it in this movie yeah um i don't remember him very i'm with you i remember he played the bad guy on like a lot of 90s tv shows he was in a couple he movies. was he was a lot in tv yeah absolutely. um i do remember him being in a lot of stuff he's a he's he's another one of those guys where you just go oh i know that guy but you don't really remember his catalog um do you want to guess how many credits he has how many how many credited things he's been in i'm gonna guess 122 169 things he's been in. Yeah. Still working, by the way. Like I'm I'm looking right now. Yeah. He's he's going strong in 2019. He's in three different things. Yep. Um, I'm not surprised. Like I said, he was in a ton of stuff. Um, but in this movie, he's also in a lot of heavy makeup and yes. he puts on this weird accent. Um, he does, yes, he does. Which works, by the way. It's so good, it works I, so well. I wouldn't think it would work, but he puts on this like weird 
German accent that kind of works. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's like an amalgamation. It's like sometimes it sounds kind of Slavic. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of this weird. It's it's. I would I would just describe the accent as like vaguely European. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it's that's good. Vaguely it's European. Awful. It's very odd. But anyway, um, so he oh, shows God, up so very good. briefly, and then we do have a couple other scenes. Now, this again, this is where I would say the movie for me picks up a bit. Hundred um, percent. We've got we've got death. And um, uh, at the time, I had no idea, but I learned it later on, where they say, is there any way we can go back? And he says, you'll have to best me in a contest. And this is uh, The Seventh Seal. This is an Igmar Bergman uh, classic Swedish film, The Seventh Seal, in which a man must play chess with death. And and his soul is in the balance. Uh, that's I want, literally what, what this is. I want to say I, I knew I knew this from a uh, Twilight Zone episode where something similar happens. Oh, very cool. Um, I don't think it's death, but it's something like he has to he has to win a game, and I think it's. Cards. Oh, wait a minute! I know, no, I know, no, no, no. He has to beat the devil in a fiddling contest to win a fiddle made of gold in Georgia. I, yes, of in course. In Georgia, yes. Great Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> About the devil going down to Georgia. It's one of the best. That's right. Well, I mean, listen, they could have, I guess he could have asked them to play the greatest song that ever existed. Um, you know. I mean, and sadly, that song has been lost to time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't actually remember what it sounds like. I love, I absolutely love the Tenacious D song. Oh. The whole, that first record, that all first of it album is, is so good. So amazingly great. Yeah. This is not the greatest song in the world. It's just a tribute. Uh-huh. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard, hands down, that came out of the '90s. So right up good. there with, uh, it's right up there with um, Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> oh, I remember the Bloodhound Gang. Right? So, um, so anyway, so Death only shows up for a second. He says you have to win a contest. They <laughs> because it they comes give him back. A they yeah. give him a wedgie and they call it a Melvin. And I don't know why they call it a Melvin. I, I looked it up and I don't understand how this is different than a regular wedgie. It's 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 I guess the purpose of a Melvin is you're supposed to get the testicles as well. So it's not it's not just a wedgie. It's like it's like you're getting hit in the testicles and a wedgie at the same time. Maybe it's just ripping it so like an atomic wedgie. Let's see. What what is a Melvin, Melvin versus atomic wedgie? Okay, hold on, hold on. The internet will save us. Melvin versus wedgie. Here we go. The Melvin is a variant as it is pulled from the front to cause severe pain to the genitals, whereas a normal wedgie is from the back. But they do it from the back. I, I think they, they they do it from the front and then the back. Oh, maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong. They go like front and then the back. Oh, maybe. Right? They did it very quickly. They just they look at each other and go, Melvin, Melvin. And then they wedgie him. Death has this great face. Um, but it was just, yeah, I, I wasn't sure exactly what a Melvin was versus, I suppose with the power of the internet, I should try and look this stuff up, but I, I, I like to live in the moment of, of 1991 where I still couldn't do that. The Wikipedia page for Wedgie is bizarre. And I have to assume was created by some kind of fetishist. We're going to leave that alone. Please, look let's, at this uh, at your own let's, risk. Let's move that along here. It's troublesome to say the least. <laughs> There's no actual porn, which makes it creepier, in my opinion. It's... I kind of wish I hadn't seen this. <laughs> Let's Thanks, just... Bill and Ted. You've ruined Greg's innocence. The things I do for the podcast. So... Oh, boy. So, anyway, so he... They, they do that and they get away. There's a brief scene, again, um, where I actually kind of... It was entertaining. I wouldn't say it was like laugh out fun, laugh out loud, but it was entertaining. Where they first go back and they um, they try and confront the evil robots. That doesn't go as planned, so they go to his dad. And they jump into his dad and the other cop. And yeah, like, a, to, like a, a sergeant. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, they try and get the... the Because Ted's cop... Ted's father is a cop from the first movie. We we remember that. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a high up cop. Yeah, he's too. a captain he's, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 pretty high up. So they try and reiter- they try and say what's going on that Bill and Ted have been killed or whatever. And of course they're doing it kind of s- silly. I did laugh when the f- when Ted as the father goes to do the guitar thing and instead it's like. Yes. A light jazz guitar. Yes. I laughed. I was like, uh, no, that's, that's good. That is a that's great funny. gag. That- there, see, even, even in this kind of like boring part, there's still like 
enough really well written jokes. I agree to keep you to keep you going. But so anyway, eventually they wind up at <clears throat> Missy's new uh, age group that is doing a seance. Yes. So they decide, oh, they're doing a seance. Well, here we go. We're going to show up. We're going to give them uh, actual information from an actual dead person. Here we go. And I love that this movie just plays willy-nilly with what ghostly superpowers they do and do not have. It's just whenever the movie thinks that they should have a power as a ghost, they just Mm -hmm. give it to them. And then the next scene, they forgot they had that power. I like that. Just It's just entertainment. That's all it, it is. It kind of fits very well with Bill and Ted, who, like, <laughs> they're not thinking this through. They're in the moment. Yes, yes. You know what I, I mean? I would agree. They're, they're just like, well, we got to do something. You know, it's it, it fits very well with the character. Ghosts in the moment. It's just, that yeah. should be, that's a that's a show right there. <laughs> ghost, probably on TLC the right now, actually. Um, how many ghosts have you helped? Almost one confirmed case of a ghost and me helping it. Yes. Uh, anyway, they... So, uh, what what they don't like the seance, this this new age group. It's getting a little weird. You know, papers are flying around, loud, uh, whooshy, vortexy noises. Yeah. And uh, so she starts reading this banishment spell, which banishes them to hell. Well, it's the Book of Evil Riddance, which oh, of course, which we're all familiar with. Well, my thing is, is if it works, does that mean Bill and Ted are actually evil as well? Great question. It plays a little loose with morality. And I would I would say that I don't know. I do think this was a real missed opportunity for that to be Tobin's spirit guide, which is mentioned in Ghostbusters. Yes, it is. Missed uh, opportunity, guys. I think I, that would have been I, very. I, funny. I totally agree with that. Because um, then we would have we could have had that amazing Bill and Ted Ghostbusters crossover, which everybody every, wants. Everyone wanted in uh in you know, uh, Mr. Gopin's third grade classroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so they, they find, now we finally see Bill and Ted go to hell and finally only 45 minutes into this movie, they're finally in hell. And I I'll say this, it, uh, the movie, I can see it's ready to pick up. Like, I feel like it wants to do more than what it's doing. And this scene is actually, this whole sequence is pretty cool. I do like a lot of it. Um, again, practical effects, practical makeups, um, puppets. It's all really well done. Um, I, I the um, uh, what is it? Granny S. Preston, Preston Esquire. Yes. The makeup is unbelievable, and that is Alex Winter in that, correct? Uh, yes, yes, yes. It is. It's unbelievable. It looks it's amazing it's as a so character. Creepy. It's I. I remember as a kid being actually uncomfortable. Me too. During that specific scene, like, yes, that was like I don't like this at all. Well, it's because it, so. it does a close up of the mouth, and it's got all like the, the the granny hairs, and oh yeah, no, it's it's super so, gross, so creepy. I, I I do love though that their version of hell is like. You'd you'd expect like you know a regular person. It's like oh, this is when you lied at your work to get this person fired, and now look at the fallout. Or you know, or like this is when you disowned your gay son, and you know uh, you're you're now gonna follow him through his horrible life when he commits suicide. Bill's is you gotta kiss your grandma. And right? Ted's is you stole your brother's Easter basket. <laughs> like well, like the most but hold mundane. on a second. That bunny was way more evil than grandma. It was ready to pull oh, a machete out and I, hack him I to agree. pieces. I agree a hundred percent, but I love their version of hell is like, I might go to middle. I might go to military school. Right. And they're the most like, it speaks to how nice they are. I guess as character. That is <laughs> that true. Hell that is incredibly you know mundane. You know what, Greg, actually that is an extremely fair observation. The fact that they that Bill and Ted are quote unquote in hell when they clearly would not belong there, and the worst and the worst nightmare they could possess is you stole your brother's Easter basket and you got a Christian and made him cry and you didn't like that's everything that sums up Bill and Ted. Right. I mean, you're and, right. You know what? Yeah. No, now I appreciate that scene more than I did. It's it, it it's. It's great. So, so what happens? They finally go. Uh, you know, they're um, they're saying uh, they hear a voice after they go to these different hells. Yep. And they say you have to choose your eternity. You get to pick your own hell, and you're going to be there forever. And they're like, the only way to get out of this is to challenge death. And then death shows up. Yep. 
And he's like, all right, and, you can challenge me to a contest. And from that minute, this movie, this is the left turn because this movie goes from kind of following the same steps, kind of feeling like the same movie, yep. not that exciting to what could be one of my favorite movies. It, second, I mean, the second half of this movie is not the yes. first. It's I've, so different. I have been, I've been listening to an insane amount of uh, wrestling podcasts Ooh. Uh, lately. Um, uh, uh, also, also, Hey Riddle Riddle, by the way, uh, hey Riddle new Riddle favorite is great. of mine, Isn't Hey it? Riddle Riddle is fantastic. They're good. Um, if, if, if you guys ever want to come on a show and talk about movies with us, oh my God, we would, we would love that to death. Uh, um, yes, they're fantastic. I'll tweet at you guys. Podcast. I'm sure you have much better things to do with your time, but, uh, we'd be, we'd be honored. Um, anyway, there's, uh, there's How To Wrestling which is uh, an Irish man and his English girlfriend, and he just picks a topic and he explains everything to her. And that's the show. Okay. And it's so good. I got it. And there's also the, uh, my phone is ringing, which is insane because there shouldn't be anyone trying to call me because that landline is only there to get a discount on my internet. <clears throat> I don't even know what my home phone number is. So getting back to what I was talking about. So how to... The other one is... Uh, is the Attitude Era podcast. Same Irish guy with his friends talking only about the Attitude Era in WWE. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to look those up. There's one I call um I think it's OSW Old School Wrestling. Yeah, OSW. Ooh, and cool. um they what they'll do is they listen uh, just on the subject of wrestling podcasts only. Uh they will go back and they'll um go back to like an old wrestling match or some storyline and they'll break it all down for you. Like one of the first ones I listened to was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the giant. And they oh, just nice. go through the, they go through the whole match and all this backstory. It's really, really well done. Um, That's awesome. But yeah. Um, so the reason I bring up wrestling is this is a great swerve. All of a sudden <laughs> the, the movie swerves into this great territory. It and just, it's awesome. I, I legit, so Look, so death, uh, without falling too much, oh, oh, okay, okay. I, 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 I went and I made some breakfast right about this time. Okay, just before, as a matter of fact, it was just when they started the hell scene. And I was like, ah, okay, well, it's it's okay. And then I came back and I'm eating and I watched this and I was like, well, that's different. And uh, and it's just it's just great. So it starts out with, with Bill and Ted. Death, death, death says, death. you can challenge me to, they, they, they said, we can challenge you to any game. And he says, any game. They say, okay. And they challenge him to battleship, battleship, and it's so good. You'll sink my battleship. This whole scene is fit. like so the reveal good. that they're playing battleship it's is so great. Good. The whole the room when is Jeff, great because it's just like it's this it's little just this set. Atmospheric. Yeah, it's so it's, it's so like good. Death's Kitchen. It's so weird, and uh, so he does that, and then it, they win, and Death goes. He okay, best so, two out of three. He is so good when he loses. He's like, he can't believe it. Oh, it's William Sadler to be able <laughs> to do thing. this all through all the makeup he's wearing to get the emotions of death it's and like so like his like unbelievably his, like, befuddlement, good. like anger. <laughs> it's, it's so good. And then wait, and then you're like, okay, so now they're just gonna play board games. No, they jump to the no one's played this game since 1982. Electric oh, oh. football. Well, no, 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 no. It goes, it goes. Battleship. Clue. Oh, you're right. Twister. It was clue. I didn't write down clue. Yes. And electric then, football. I'm like, who even knows that game? And then I love no, the actually, fact that Bill and Ted are like, five out of seven. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. So no, what do they? What do they end with? No, Twister. they end with Twister. They end Twister, with Twister. Twister's, Twister's the last um, one, and then they do the Twister oh. thing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And and finally, Death gives in and says, "Oh, okay, fine." Oh, and it's, it's so, so good. good. And he, and they uh, so eventually they so, they walk. Well, it turns out not only have they bested Death and they can go back to the world, Death is like at their behest now. Yes. Like, it's almost like they command death. So well, they're like, and he's well, great about it. He got, they're like, okay, well, so can you take us back? He goes, yes, I can do anything. I'm at your, I'm at your will. You won. Like, he's just so angry and frustrated. He's so pissed. <laughs> it's, and so they go, now you think, you you're laughing at this scene. Death's killing it. Bill and Ted are on point, like they always are with their their humor. And then the movie goes. Oh, by the way, God is real. 
<laughs> not only, Screw not you! That, Christian they, heaven exists. They have an insane, <laughs> bizarre thing still there. So they ask Death. They say, "They say, Death, we need we need help." There's there's two evil robot uses. We need someone to help us make good robot uses to beat them. And Death's like, "Okay, yeah, I know, I know where we can go." And they just go straight to heaven. They get to heaven and they're like, "Oh, we're not going to be able to be let in. We're not the most virtuous." And they're like, "All right, well." Let's mug three people to get into heaven. I swear to God, Greg, I felt a tear stream down my cheek as Death walked up in the apron over oh, his black so robes. And so I'm like, good. I'm dying. And as he walks by, he goes, I don't get it. Why am I even wearing this? Yeah, that's so good. They're like, you look good, Death. And he's like, oh, really? They're like, no. It's so it's so, it's so, so they so they get in they get into heaven, but they have to say what the meaning of life is. Yeah, this was very good. Every, yeah. every rose has its <laughs> and apparently that's it. That's fine. You're yeah, in. I don't you know what. It. I mean, it's a it's a funny thing, but I'm like, I don't know what the whole point of it was. Like, like the guy should have said something like to, about that. Instead, he just kind of lets them through. It would have been nice if there was like a punchline to that. It, it, it well all, all I can assume is that this guy's job is to just ask people and it's it's like a gimme thing it's like oh you just need to have an answer you could say plastic and I'm gonna let you in like you just can't say I don't know like that's the only answer you can't give well like, what happened I was gonna say what happens when somebody gives like a real off one you know like what 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 is the virtue to get into heaven drowning puppies oh shit that nah, I'm wrong you know what I I'm sorry. Feeding Mulligan. puppies. Um, I meant feeding um, puppies. Oh God! Oh, I am so sorry. I've been on a YouTube binge, and I oh oh, I am so sorry. That is that is not what I meant. I meant feeding puppy, not drowning puppy. I'm very sorry about that. Can I please get into heaven? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You're good. Sweet. Do you guys have YouTube? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Back in back in ninety one, we had YouTube. Uh, we've had it. Yeah, we're <laughs> okay. We're outside fine. of time and space. Fine. We have, okay. We have well, Bill and Ted does. They do live in in their own time universe. That's true. So they. So anyway, they go to God. Uh, they, they go to God. <laughs> Which at this point, I'm just like, of course. I, I just went of course. That they, that they mugged three people to get into heaven, and they're real <laughs> sorry about it. And, so, and then they give a very funny and earnest speech just about like hey earth that was great <laughs> we <laughs> love earth it's good <laughs> basically they're like hey could could we have some help from some scientists you know we, we appreciate it yeah and we God's have to build like, a robot yeah sure here's a here's a map go for it yeah and then death is like i'm sorry they they melvined me <laughs> and he when off. no the best part about that is he walks out of frame, walks back into frame, right. and sheepishly right. looks and goes, I'm really sorry. They melvined me. And then he turns and walks out of frame. And I, again, I just every time this man is on camera, every time. It just, it's awesome. Steals, he steals the show. So By far. They go and they find the two greatest scientists, which of course are, I believe they're supposed to be Martians. Um, is that what they say? Well, they're aliens. They're weird um, There's some uh, kind of thing, and and I appreciate Death saying, you know, did you think the only intelligent life comes from right. Earth? Yeah. Well, did you did you really think the greatest scientists that ever lived would be from Earth? E every single other person in that entire room is an is an Earthling. Is from Earth. Yes. My deduction yes. would be that's that's the case. So they um, have they have a great thing where they're they're doing charades these two creatures and they're trying to get people to guess movies. And Death says, Butch and Sundance, the early years, and everyone is super offended. <laughs> like, everyone just stops, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. Well, and no, doesn't it go like, everyone I, just goes back. It was just a guess. So good. Oh, so good. So anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah. They, all, they all head back, and, and their job now is to get to the Battle of the Bands, get the, the, the good robots to battle the bad robots. Yes. And so they do, of course, what we always need. In a classic, almost an 80s movie. Montage. We need a montage. So there's a great, great scene of death looking at different gardening tools other than the scythe. But he I just like can't that. give up the no, scythe. No, he's got to he go with all reliable. That's, yep. And that was there's good. There's a great scene where there's a dude smoking and death just looks at him and, go, and it's real quick. <laughs> and he just goes, 
I'll be. Uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs> what? It's so, so good, stupid, but I love it. So it they is. get all of the stuff and station the two creatures combine into a giant one. Yeah, and maybe you can help me on this. I don't. I just did not understand why that happened. They're already kind of stupid and goofy in the first place. I don't. I don't understand either. I, I, I never. That's the one thing I never understood with that. The only thing I think it was is. When they thought about maybe the space that they were going to be filming in in the van, they just couldn't have for all that stuff two. and two creatures. Yeah. But I, I I I bet you it's something like that. Even though it's more expensive because you have to make another suit another for the whole another person suit. To be right. In. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't totally on board with that. It's weird. But it's fine. Station's a stupid but, kind of character anyway. And so then we get he, a montage. They build the, the robots. Robots. I, they get to the battle of the bands. The robots are awesome. By the they way, they look. They're so good. So rad. So So rad. rad. So incredibly rad. They get to the Battle of Bands, which, of course, that, I mean, talk about an 80s nostalgia kind of thing. They don't do this anymore. It's so good. I know. Yeah, the the Battle of the Bands were like the, the, uh, the grand prize is like a record contract and $25,000. And it's like now a Battle of the Bands is like you get a gift card to Guitar Center for a hundred dollars <laughs> like, like they're jokes now like, it's cute you think it's it's guitar center <laughs> to it's like Olive daddy's <laughs> daddy's junkie music does that even exist anymore i don't think it that's does. a that's very I, new I, england I, though thank you r.i.p daddy's junkie music uh yeah i frequented uh, you several times uh we see uh les claypool and primus and primus on stage um again Triggered me to go off and listen to some Primus. Um, my name is Mud I saw, and my, I saw Winona. Primus last year. So good. So good. Very There's classic so, I, saw, I saw Primus with Tool, Clutch, um, The Melvins, speaking of Melvins, and uh, Phantomas, which is uh, Faith No More's weird side project. Um, I don't know that one. I saw one, all yeah. of them together. They're they're very avant-garde, but it's Mike Patton uh, oh, doing okay. his weird stuff. And uh, in between acts, they had the Crystal Method <laughs> DJing. It was awesome. It was fantastic. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. So if 1994 could be in a right. stage, <laughs> right? That's what's like. Uh, you take Clutch out of the equation. I mean, Clutch was around in the 90s, but they kind of were way more popular in the 2000s. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, see, I would actually said the same thing about the Melvins. They were much more late '80s, early '90s, but '94 yeah, probably would have still been around. But that, yeah, but the whole thing—it's just it, it bookends that whole decade in one stage. That's crazy. It's so crazy. So anyway, they get to the Battle of the Bands, and uh, the the evil robot Bill and Ted are on stage, yep. and they're like, "All right, we're gonna kill the princesses that we have up on the rafters, and here we go." And then, of course, everyone shows up. Death. Bill and Ted, Station. Yep. Good robot, Bill and Ted. And then I was going to say, I was kind of bummed out. Evil Bill and Ted are just like, well, you got us. We'll just sit here and let these good robots decapitate us. You know what, though? And so I wrote this down, okay? That that fight is A-plus perfect, and I'll tell you why. Okay. You have these cool, rad robots, and you have these evil androids, Okay. As we just talked about with Bill and Ted going to to hell in the first place, this movie is about Bill and Ted just being just innocent characters. They wouldn't get into a long drawn out fight. Yeah, they're clearly I, evil. I honestly, Greg, I liked it because the robots are based off Bill and Ted, so they're dumb. And okay. so when they're no, confronted, that's, that's fair. It's that's just fair. a nice button. As a matter of fact, I thought that when Darius Rucker or whatever his name is comes back. I actually was like, oh, that's right, this guy. Uh, yeah, so 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 this happens, and then, yeah, the, 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 the bad guy, whose name I've already completely forgotten, shows up, and he's like, ah, now I'm, I'm going to take over everything. We're, we're broadcasting to every place simultaneously. Which, and, which, by the way, I actually do like, because that fills in a plot hole from the first right. movie of, how did Bill and Ted, in, at the Battle of the Bands, yeah. rule the world? It this is, fills in that plot smart. hole. I like it. I also like that it when it cuts to uh, it's either Australia or England. It's William Sadler not in makeup. 
Uh, I want to say it was either family. England or Germany or something like that, but he was definitely Eastern European. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yes, he was with his I did family, recognize that, yes. Which I thought was very funny. So he, he at least appears in this movie sans makeup. And so the guy's like, haha, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you. And they're like, oh, well, all we got to do is go back in time and put a cage, have a sandbag fall to knock the gun out of his hand and then put a cage, just like in the first movie, where they're like, oh, we can just go back in time and help us out. Yep. You know, constantly until we get it right. And then and then the bad guy says, oh, well, I could just do the same thing. I can I can have a key on me and a second gun. And then Bill and Ted say, well, no, you can't. We actually gave you those things because only one person who's victorious can use the time stream. It's not everybody. Well, it's, yeah, it's, they say something along the lines of only the winners get to make the rules and we're the winners. Yeah, that's which actually that's just true in life. It is right. Um, so uh, 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 Denomalous is his name. Uh, gets arrested by Ted's dad, and they say, "Hey, it's time to play." But what we don't know how to play. No, I like it because oh. they go, "Oh, you know what? We should have probably practiced more than we right. do all <laughs> we this." Figured this out, and then they go, "Well, I have an idea," and you know what? Let's- yeah, I know. This is great. They go, let's get good, and they jump in the time machine. I cannot believe how well these two movies use time yeah. jumping to, solve, to, to good solve effect, right? And, yeah. and they do kind of fix their own errors each time they do a time jump, too, so it kind of works out. I like it. Yeah, and so then then, then they say... Uh, well, we've uh, you know Ted's got this um, Ted's got the this giant goatee. Uh, Bill uh, has a giant like ZZ top. ZZ top beard, and they're yeah. like, "That was an intense six months of training." Also, we have two babies. We're now gonna play, and of course, what do they play? Kisses, rock and roll. God loves rock and roll. Okay, I I, I gotta be honest, I didn't recognize it's, it's, the song it's, it's, off the top of my head. You, you, oh yeah, it's 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 actual title is God gave rock and roll to you. That's the name. It's a very famous Kiss song. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize it was Kiss. My bad. And that's that's. Oh, oh, I I guess we should say that it turns out the the promoter of Battle of the Bands was actually George Carlin in disguise. Uh, Rufus, right, the whole time. So yeah. again, you, the, I think he just. I think George Carlin was on set for not even a yeah, day. I would agree, but yeah. there you go. Movies wrapped up. My favorite post scene of all time. Where it's all the newspapers going over what's happening. Can I? So good. Death wins the Indy 500. I didn't know I could run that fast. So funny. I love these news. Can I ask you a question? Did your heart skip just a single beat when you saw the one that came up? Bill and Ted, possible breakup, question mark? Yes. Okay. It wasn't just me who went like, wait, what? Oh, okay. Just a hoax. Just a hoax. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, thank God. It wasn't just me. <laughs> so there you go. That is Bill and Ted. It, Bill and Ted's so, bogus journey. It was so good. I um, Yeah. So I get, Paul, yeah. let's just get into it, man. Is this film still rad? You know, Greg, and, and, and we've talked a lot about it, that left turn and how it goes from kind of a boring movie to the last movie. Legitimately, if it had been reversed, I think I would have said, no, not rad. But, bef- but the fact that it kind of set up the stuff slowly and wasn't, as on target as the second half, but ended so strongly. I'm going to say this film is still rad. One thing I'll say is for a sequel on what was really just a dumb movie that probably shouldn't have gotten one, they clearly put a lot of time and effort into writing a a clear continuation of the story. And I kind of appreciate that. Um, The biggest tip for me, like we talked about, was the Battle of the Bands. How do they rule the world off that, you know, it, they kept alluding to it in the first one, but never said how it happened, never showed it. It paid off in this film. Um, I think Bill and Ted are two fun characters. They do get a little tired after a while. Um, I think introducing death in was right the right move, and he steals the show. So I, I really ended up liking this movie way more than I expected considering the first 20 to 30 minutes. So it is rad for me. Greg, how about you? Is this film still rad? Well, I will uh, I will also admit that uh, I had a hard time with this movie because of the first half. The first half, it's just, it's kind of hard and not that great, but just barely. This squeaks by as rad, just like you said, for the whole last half. The last half is so good. It is so friggin' good. It just barely makes it. 
Yeah, I, I was I was legitimately laughing. Like I said, from the time that they start playing games with death, I was legitimately yeah. laughing through the whole second half of the movie. So, um, great. Well, there we have it. That's it. So, of course, we thank our faithful uh, Mr. Bibbs, who continues to support our podcast uh, at Terse Tale. That's right. That's right. Our two Patreon backers head on over to patreon.com slash this was rad. Uh, tell us what movie you want to watch or get some of the other weird stuff we have that you can uh, you can do. Um, yeah, help. Let's help buy uh, Paul a computer that was that was made, you know, within the past 15 years. So it would can, be very helpful, you know, edit the shows at a faster clip. But um um, I, I, yeah, follow us on uh, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, t- uh, Twitter. Uh, what else? Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. We're back on there. I do want to say thank you to people that uh, or welcome. Uh, we've been having a lot more people kind of click on our links on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm sure Twitter as well. And uh, so, if you're new to listening to this podcast, uh, Greg and I went on a two month hiatus. We came back, and when I was checking stats, like for some reason when we started posting stuff to kind of kick off coming back, our listenership really took an upward tick there too. So let's hope that you guys really like the show and you want to keep listening. Tell your friends, please tell everyone you can uh, to keep listening to this was rad podcast. And uh, I think the next couple episodes, we're going to start doing some fan requests again. Um, I know we Uh, have young guns two to go. We have, um, yep. Is it night of the creeps? Night of the creeps. Uh, Some uh, at terse tale asked if we would do La Bamba. That's good. That, that would probably oh, be. Oh, that's going to be a tough one for old Paul because he loves that movie, <laughs> and that that gets real hard at the end for old Paul, who's a crier. <laughs> well, I'll maybe, do maybe it. Can... I'll All do right. it. I'll tell. All right. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I I have probably seen that movie multiple times in the last four to five years, so I'm going to have an opinion already going into it. But I'll I will definitely watch it for this podcast for sure. Um, All right. Okay. And that's it. Thank you guys so much. I have been Paul. I'm Greg. Toodles. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.